Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 819 on the great WRKO. Jeff Cooner, Boston's Bulldozer 617-266-6868 is the number. Okay, let me throw another nice log on the fire. Uh, as you know, big developments now regarding Israel. Biden has essentially now abandoned the Israelis in private, not in public, but in private. He has now told them. Uh, he sent Blinken to tell him. So the Secretary of State delivered the news. They will no longer support any Israeli military offensive or large-scale bombing campaign in the southern part of Gaza uh, over the next couple of months that there will be too many civilian casualties. They will not abide by it. They will not support it. They will no longer help with any kind of aid or military assistance if the Israelis continue to insist on wiping out Hamas along the southern part of the Gaza Strip. They are now urging a diplomatic end to the war and perhaps having Hamas exiled into another country Perhaps Lebanon. In fact, that's the one they, the one country they really want is Lebanon, uh, but they're open to other places. Now, as all of this is going on, supporters of the Biden regime, especially in the corporate media and especially among big business, are now launching an all out attack on Elon Musk. Elon Musk is now being branded, I swear to you, as an anti-Semite. And why is Elon Musk an anti-Semite? Well, the argument now that's being made by many in the liberal media, many within the Biden regime, is because Elon Musk has been critical, in particular, of the Anti-Defamation League. And if you know anything about the Anti-Defamation League, whatever good they may have done, defending uh, Jewish interests or uh, uh, exposing anti-Semitism over the last 20 years, and especially the last 10 years, they have become a rabid far-left organization. And they're not just interested in protecting the interests of Jews or fighting hatred against Jewish people in this country or around the world. The ADL, in fact, their CEO is a former Obama hack. Jonathan Greenblatt. The guy is a, I mean, he's a hack. He's an Obama hack. They now have embraced Black Lives Matter. They embrace the whole woke culture. They embrace DEI, diversity, equity, inclusion. They embrace critical race theory. They have supported now We're not talking now anti-Semitism or opposition to anti-Semitism. Every far-left, woke, Marxist cause, from Black Lives Matter to Antifa to critical race theory, you can run down the list. 
There's the Anti-Defamation League, and there's their hack CEO. And so, in a tweet, or in an X, whatever you want to put it, uh, on his own platform, he agreed, specifically talking about the Anti-Defamation League, that they do support anti-white causes. And saying, I'm sorry, but it's true. Now, they may have turned on Black Lives Matter now, because Black Lives Matter is completely in bed with Hamas. And Black Lives Matter is completely supporting Hamas. In fact, Black Lives Matter issued a statement, Hamas is us and we are Hamas. So there's no difference between us and Hamas. So the ADL now is starting to turn on Black Lives Matter. By the way, the Anti-Defamation League supported kneeling at the football games. Or... Uh, walking away uh, from the anthem while it was being played during the NBA or protesting the anthem in sports because they were in solidarity with Black Lives Matter. Now they're calling upon professional sports, all these, and the NFL, the NBA, to, to disassociate themselves from Black Lives Matter. And so Elon Musk called them out and said, no, you guys are a bunch of hypocrites. Now, when Black Lives Matter is showing you their true colors, that they don't just hate white people, but they hate Jews as well, suddenly now, you don't like Black Lives Matter? And so Elon Musk made the point that, no, it's true, they have supported anti-white causes in the past. The Anti-Defamation League you supported anti-white discrimination anti-white bigotry, anti-white racism. Now, I'm looking at this and I'm like, yeah, okay, that's like saying the sky is blue. I mean, how many shows have we devoted? How, how many instances have we proven from Ibram X. Kendi, that fraud, to critical race theory, to what's being taught in universities and public schools, that they are taught to loathe people based on the color of their skin. And in particular, if you're born as a white person, <laughs> you're inferior. And Elon Musk is just saying, yeah, that's true. No, the ADL supported all of that. And now, because he spoke the truth, all of a sudden he's become public enemy number one. Disney now doesn't want to uh, advertise on X. There, uh, there's a huge corporate boycott. IBM, Apple, uh, run down the list. It's a who's who of the leading titans in corporate America who are now engaged in an effective boycott of X or whatever, Twitter. And Elon Musk recently said in an interview with the New York Times, go F yourselves. Like you're trying to you're trying to blackmail me from speaking the truth. And you want me to impose censorship? I'm not supposed to say the truth about the Anti-Defamation League. So now I'm supposed to censor what is true? I don't think so. So if you don't want to advertise on my site, blank off. I don't care. For this, they're now calling Elon a hater, a bigot, and an anti-Semite. My question to you, is Elon a closet anti-Semite or is it another lie?
8.33 on the great WRKO, Jeff Cooner, the voice of the resistance, baby. Okay, uh, look, many of you are pointing it out on the text line, as always, best audience in the business. I know, I know, Jeff, 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 you always say it, Jeff, because it's true. And many of you are making the point, Jeff, the reason why they're trying to boycott Elon Musk the reason why now there's this advertising boycott and you got all these hit pieces now in the media and the Democrats are going after him, it's because he did the thing that was the most unforgivable. He restored free speech to what is, you know, whatever, formerly Twitter, now X. And I, I don't know about you because, you know, I, I don't know how, how engaged many of you are on, you know, X. I am much more active on X now that Elon Musk has bought it up and you can tell i mean it's it free speech has really expanded on the x platform i mean people are saying stuff now that you would never be allowed to say before because there was so much suppression and uh, can- and censorship and canceling and cancel culture so no he restored free speech for the most part to x slash twitter and that was his great crime. And that's why now he's become public enemy number one. And now they're just trying to manufacture outrage against him, this false narrative that suddenly now Elon Musk is a Jew hater when he just can't stand people like the ADL because he's right, they're a bunch of toxic racists. Uh, You know, you support Black Lives Matter, as they have for years, and their anti-American, anti-white agenda. It's pure racism. Never mind the terrorism. Never mind the burning, the rioting, the looting. And what now? You criticize the ADL? Now you're a bigot? I mean, it's 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 just, it's unbelievable how all they do is accuse their uh, accuse their enemies, their political enemies, of the things that they're guilty of. It, it, it's 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 mind blowing. So no, it's not going to work. Everybody knows Elon is a friend of Israel, and he's a friend of the Jews. As he recently went to Israel, met with Netanyahu, uh, toured one of the kibbutzes that was uh, uh, one of the prime targets of Hamas, where there was a massive massacre. So, no, that dog won't hunt. What it shows to me is now as they start to lose slowly their grip on power, they're becoming increasingly desperate. And I go back now to Israel and Ukraine. The world now can see, well, whoa, 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 whoa. You're not, you haven't even given Israel five, six weeks to win this war? And now already Biden is telling him civilian casualties are too high. But you've got over half a million in Ukraine dead. And the war goes on and on and on. And you're giving them $120 billion and you want another $60 billion? And they can do whatever they want? So for Ukraine, it's an unlimited blank check. It's unlimited how many years they can fight. But when it comes to Israel, you've got about five, six weeks, and after that, you're on your own, buddy. And so what's the difference between the two? 
The checks. The money. It's obvious. So if you bribe them and you make sure there are kickbacks for the big guy and Hunter gets his cut and Jimmy and Frankie and the whole Biden crime family, you're good. You can, hey, if you're the communist Chinese, you can wipe out all the Uyghurs you want. Concentration camps, death camps, no freaking problem. You can absorb Hong Kong, no problem. You can encircle Taiwan, no problem. You can unleash COVID-19, a biological weapons attack on America and the West. Millions dead, no problem. But uh, no money, no honey. 617-266-6868. Agree, disagree. Bob in Raynham. Thanks for holding, Bob, and welcome. Hey, Jeff. Could I I please go back to, um, you know, the Israel uh, conflict and so on? Yes, please, go ahead, yes. So, um, of course... You know, I'm, I'm full of sorrow for what happened to the folks in Israel and um, full of sorrow for all the, the uh, you know, the people that are suffering here and being threatened and everything else. Um, but what it has done is brought forward, and it's actually great to watch, but, again, sad, to, sad that it had to occur this way, to watch a truly great leader in action in uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu, um, um, it, it both gladdens me and saddens me to see him in action because that's what our leaders once were, just like him. And his 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 life mission, what he has left of his life now, is to ensure the safety of his people, and he will do that regardless of any any. Um, outside interference at all he's he's dedicated to his own people the people of israel and as he states you know that this doesn't just affect israel this affects all of us and that traitor that we currently have in office i'm actually sort of surprised that you're that you um are surprised that he would pull his allegiance from israel because he hasn't shown any allegiance to one American citizen. What, what does he care about Israel? He's, he's, he sold us all out, and he's an absolute traitor. And um, again, it, you know, the, the, the people of Israel are very fortunate to have uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu as their leader at this time. Bob, you're completely right. I mean, everything you said is true. No, I guess what surprises me is this. And look, Bob, you know, Grace has said this about me since we began dating. (laughs) She goes, you know, sometimes, Jeff, you're charmingly naive. You just expect better from people or the best from people, and you're always constantly disappointed. Um, I guess maybe that's my flaw. I don't know. I'm just, I'm, you know, I'm just bearing my soul to you. But Bob, in all honesty, this is what I find shocking. After the heinous barbarism, the savagery of October 7th, which is so bad, really, Bob, there are things that they did I cannot even say on the air because people are going to throw up their breakfasts. They're going to turn the dial in their cars. 
I, there are things that were done. You know, we have a, it's a family show. A lot of people tell me this. They will drive their kids to school and they're listening to me in the car with their kids. And I'm always cognizant of that. And I'm like, this is not, kids should not be hearing this. This is how savage, how brutal, how barbaric what they did on October 7th. And I just want to add to this. What is shocking about the videotape is that the, the glee they had as they did it, the, the most unspeakable crimes and atrocities, they're laughing, they're giggling. They're, you can see it on tape. One guy, by the way, he slaughtered an entire family, including multiple children. He then uses the cell phone. I, I, can't, I don't know if it's the father or the mother. They were Israelis. He, this is a Hamas terrorist. He calls his family in Gaza with the bodies around him dead. Blood from his hands. And he's bragging. He's bragging to his father on the phone. And his father is telling him in whatever, in Palestinian Arabic, I'm so proud of you, son. I'm so proud of you. May Allah bless you. Like, these are the kinds of savages we're talking about. And the President of the United States of America is now telling the Israeli people and the Israeli leadership, you can't wipe them out? You're not going to dismantle them? You have to keep them intact? You may want total victory? We had it versus Hitler or Japan, but we're not going to give it to you because I have a freaking election to win? Beyond disgusting. Disgusting. 8.50 on the great WRKO. Jeff Cooner, Boston's bulldozer. 617-266-6868 is the number. Stacy in the great state of New Jersey. Thanks for holding, Stacy, and welcome. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you, Stacy? <laughs> I'm doing well. I have to go off to work soon so that uh, Biden can send all my money over to uh, all these uh, foreign countries. Yeah, and well, to Ukraine. To uh, illegal immigrants. Ill- yeah, yeah, to the illegals or to Ukraine? <laughs> all of them. All of the above. Um, so I have actually three points. First of all, the ADL is just the worst. And they're using anti-Semitism is the new word for racism. You know how they, they, they kind of burned that word out and now they're going to burn out anti-Semitism. Um, number two is that he may capitulate to Hamas to get the, um, the Muslim vote. But the disgusting thing is, is that he won't lose the Jewish vote, the American Jewish vote. He won't lose it. Which is, to me, you know, just disgusting. They'll still vote well, you for know, him. Well, Stacey, I got to tell you, there was a recent poll that came out just to reinforce what you're saying. Uh, I couldn't believe it. 74% of American Jews say they plan to vote for Joe Biden in 2024. Only 20%, I think 20, 21%, say they're going to vote for Trump or whoever the Republican nominee is, and the rest are undecided. They're on the fence. So if anything, Trump got, I think, almost 30% of the Jewish vote in 2020. Biden got about 70%. He's actually going to increase his share. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just gonna circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Not much, but still, he's going to go from basically 70, if the polls are accurate, 70 to 74%. So he empowers Iran. He allows, what is it, 60, 80 billion dollars. He eases the sanctions. So they're flush with cash. They use that money to fund and underwrite Hamas's disgusting attack on Israel. And he's been appeasing the mullahs. He's now going to appease Hamas. And they're going to vote for him in bigger numbers? Like, they're going to reward this? It's, Stacy. it's mind-boggling. I don't know what to say. Growing up, my father, who was... Uh... D-Day plus two among the first wave of medics to land on Normandy, marched through France, was at the Battle of the Bulge, and was in Germany at the time of uh, uh, Victory in Europe Day. And uh, he never discussed it, but we're certain that he, in some way, shape, or form, as a medic, he dealt with the, the liberation of the concentration camps, okay, because that's where he was. Um, he, I grew up with him telling me, if you want to know an anti-Semite, know a Democrat. That's how, that's how I grew up. <laughs> and when I converted to Judaism 25 years ago, I was almost, I was kind of astonished at how many were, were Democrats. Well, you know, Stacey, I, I've got to ask. I think you're the perfect person to ask. You know, I said it earlier on the show, but it bears repeating and I'm not the only one that's commented on this. Many, many Jewish conservative writers, commentators, shocked, they're horrified, but they're, you know, they've noticed it as well. Many of those students at Harvard or MIT or Columbia University or take your pick that are protesting on behalf of Hamas, on behalf of the Palestinians, are liberal Jews. Yeah, many in the media that are backing the Palestinians are liberal Jews. Uh, this administration, Biden, many liberal Jews in the administration, many liberal Jewish senators are very sympathetic to the Palestinians. They're tying Israel's hands. And the question I have for you is, in all seriousness, why are so many liberal Jews ashamed, contemptuous, even hateful of Israel and of the Jews in Israel? Why are they, don't they know that the Jews need a homeland, for God's sake? A safe haven, a refuge? If what, for God, if things ever get bad for Jews in the world, at least you have one country that will accept you as a Jew and protect you? What explains among liberal Jews this self-loathing, this hatred for being Jewish, for Israel, for Jewish culture, Jewish identity, Jewish civilization. Honestly, Stacy, can you explain it? Because I've never been able to wrap my mind around that. Lincoln is Jewish. I'm sorry, can you repeat that? Lincoln is Jewish. Yeah, you're right. No, you're right. You're completely right. He's Jewish, and he's over there doing this. 
I can't, I can't figure it out. My husband, who was raised as a Jew, um, he can't figure it out. You know, it, it harkens back to when they first came over from Eastern Europe, and they, you know, it's like all this kind of convoluted that they were running away from communism, and they believed in the the the, the social justice aspect of, of the Democrat Party, but it doesn't make sense anymore at, at all. And and I I don't get it. I I I said to my rabbi, I said to him two weeks ago, after all this, you will continue to vote for Democrats. He goes, oh yeah yeah, I'm a diehard Democrat. I said even though they support Elon Omar, and Toby whatever her name Rashid, you know, he goes, yeah yeah, I I still I'll, I'll yeah I'll still vote Democrat. I said you know now that Obama is a is anti semite. You know he is. He has said anti semitic things. He he says. You know, you you can't uh, that that Israel is wrong for their response. He said that that there's blood on both sides, right? That's what he said, something along those lines. The rabbi said, "Yep, still vote for him." I'm like, "What the heck?" Stacy, if you but if you if you don't mind asking, and if I'm getting too personal, please tell me. But if you push your rabbi and say, "Okay, but rabbi, but why? Like, why? You know, you would never vote for an anti-Semitic party." Like, you know, like, take the Democrat equation out of it. You know, there were anti-Semitic parties all over Europe. He would never, never, he would never, you're crazy. Right? Like, why? Like, for example, leave the Jewish thing out of it. Why would someone who's Irish, Catholic, here, someone who's Catholic, why would I vote for an explicitly anti-Catholic party? Like, you're crazy. Or if I'm a black person, right? I'm going to vote for a white supremacist party? Like, what am I, what, why? I'm, I'm nuts. When you probe him, what does he say? I could, or that it would be appropriate. Um, <laughs> so I, I haven't pushed him on that. Um, but, you know, I mean, they, they did the whole thing with Pride Month, putting a pride flag out in front of the, uh, the synagogue. And I questioned that, saying that's a political statement. And I don't, I don't believe that that's a political statement we should be making. And just one last thing. <laughs> Did you know, ever notice how the pride flag looks very similar to the Palestinian flag? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, the transgender. No, I mean, particularly the transgender. You mean the transgender pride flag. Yeah, the transgender pride flag is very similar to the Palestinian flag. You are completely right. Although I'll tell you this, <laughs> that transgenderism stuff that wouldn't fly in Gaza or the West Bank. I'll tell you this right now. Oh, Stacy. Oh, the, you know the only debate there is: do we burn them or do we throw them from a building? Like that's the only debate they have. You know, is it with a match or do we just go up there and throw them off the roof? Thanks. Don't know that. They don't know that. They don't hear that in the news that they listen to. Yeah, it, the brainwashing and the indoctrination, it's its frightening. It really is. Stacy, thank you very, very much for that call. I just, I just, I'm telling you, man, liberalism is a mental disorder. And it's like voting for the Democratic Party. Really, it's become like a pseudo-religion. Liberalism is their, it's their, it's their religion. And the Democratic Party is their church. And whoever happens to be the president or candidate, whatever, that's their pope. And there's 
you just you, you can't dissuade them. Now, what I don't get is, and I, this is what I'd love to ask a liberal Jew, in all honesty, I'd say, don't you realize the hatred's going to come for you? Like, okay, fine. You think you're selling out your own, and you think you're going to sell Israel down the river. So you think if we give them Israel, like you think that just ends? You don't. You don't. You don't think they're going to come out? They, they're going to come for you here? That this just doesn't end? Like did did Hitler teach you nothing? That when you appease, you don't. You just embolden them, and make them even, and make their appetite even grow more. You're not you're not satisfying them. It's the exact opposite. The mullahs have openly said it. Israel today, America tomorrow. The Islamists openly say it. We want the West. We want all of it. So you sacrifice Israel. It's like the Sudetenland. You may buy yourself a couple years, but that's all you're buying. Like I just, it's just, it's mind-boggling. Six one seven two six six. 6868 is the number. And I'm just, I'm sorry, but just think of the level of the mind. I just want you to, Blinken is Jewish, okay? She's right. She's completely right. So, you know, liberal Jew. He's a hack. Uh, he's basically was Biden's hatchet man. That's what he was. He was, he was his fix it guy. Blinken is the guy that helps cover up the crimes of Biden going back years. He's a fixer. And they made him Secretary of State. Okay. That's what Biden, that's what Blinken is. He was in, he went to Israel within, I think, less than, what is it, four days, five days? Don't quote me on this, but it was quite quickly after December 7th. And he met with the families of the victims. He met with some of the survivors. He, in fact, was taken to some of the kibbutzes where the massacres, the atrocities took place. Now, I want you to think about this. They even showed him footage the, the, you know, before they released it to the public. They go, hey, Hamas taped themselves. They recorded themselves. And so he saw this, and apparently he was white as a ghost. He was, almost physically wanted to vomit. So you go as a Jew to Israel. You witness one of the worst, not one, the worst atrocity since the Holocaust. You see it with your own eyes. You meet with the family, sometimes some of the actual victims themselves. And then you come back five, six weeks later, and you stare the prime minister of Israel in the face, and the defense minister, and the head of the Israeli military, and you say, yeah, we're not going to support you anymore. And they're like, what? No, we're not going to, no. Too many civilian casualties. Uh, okay, you can mop it up in the north. I get it. The truce is going to break. But if you want to move operations into the south to really destroy and defeat and dismantle Hamas, we're not going to give you any more financial aid. We're not going to give you any more political cover. We're not going to support you. You guys are on your own. And we're telling you right now, you better you better make an agreement with Hamas. Now, if it means kicking them out of Gaza and they go somewhere else, fine. But you think you're going to defeat them? I say no. My boss, Biden, says no. I just, what kind of a mind, what kind of a person does that? Like, as a human being, have you no self-respect? 
I, I'm, I just, I'm speechless. I don't know what else to tell you. I, mean, I, I don't know, man. It takes a special kind of person to be a Democrat. It really does. It really does. It's like, you know, the communists were the same. I would always look at them and go, how do you look at yourself in the mirror? Like, really? 617-266-6868 is the number. Barbara in Maryland. Thanks for holding, Barbara, and welcome. Good morning, and thanks for taking my call. My what pleasure, Barbara. Great show. What a great show this Thank morning. You. Thank you, Barbara. Um, you know, I'm with you 100% on everything that you're saying. And what the Jews, are, what their, their support of Democrats, to me, is even worse than the blacks who still support the Democrats. Democrats have done nothing. You look at the, the black neighborhoods, they're devastated, both of them, all the crime and the stuff that they've done. And I saw what happened... I, w- I did watch some of the videos. I couldn't, I couldn't uh, take it. I couldn't. It was just too horrific to watch. And I, I don't understand the, the Jew, the self-hatred that Jews must have for themselves, that they would put up with this. I expected for Joe Biden to buckle because Joe Biden is the mouthpiece for Barack Obama, and Barack Obama never liked Israel. He didn't even pretend to like Israel. And I expected more from them. I thought, you know, I, especially af- after this massacre, like unlike anything we've seen, it's almost, I mean, the, the Twin Towers being hit was, was horrible. And those are the same people that, they, those people were jump, jumping up and down in the streets celebrating when Americans were killed. So the handwriting's on the wall. They're coming for the Saturday people now, but they're coming for the Sunday people later. They're coming for everybody else, the atheists, the gay people, all of them. They're coming for everybody who is not like they are. So this is a fight that needs to end right now, in my opinion. And I believe Israel is capable of doing it. I think Netanyahu prepared for this moment. He's known for a long time the support that he would have gotten from the United States. And I think he's going to see this thing all the way through. I pray to God that he does. I pray he's successful. Uh, Joe Biden and Blinken and what's that other guy? Oh, Kirby. Oh, my goodness. The man who talks with his mouth half closed. You know, uh, that whole bunch of them, they, they're sickening. And to watch them. And uh, I can feel only compassion for the Jews who are, are just putting up with this or feel like they have to put up with this, but they have to end it. And I am so glad to see that it has started. They are going to finish the job. And what I noticed about this news media, they're not reporting that Hamas broke the truce before the truce was over. They did a raid into Israel and killed people at a bus stop. They had to be shot dead by the IDF. Israeli forces stopped them from killing more people. So they broke the truce, and it was just time for this to end. My heart goes out to all of the hostages, their families. This has got to be, uh, this is something that you, you, you can't even imagine the feeling that they have. 
Oh, you're, you're right. dead on. Look, Barbara, you're dealing with savages. You're completely right. Hamas, these Islamic terrorists, these Islamists in general, they're savages. They're absolute savages. I mean, I'm sorry, there's just no other way to say it. So you're right. They attacked a bus stop. They killed three Israelis. I think was it uh, more wounded. Had the IDF not come in, there would have been many more dead. They broke the truce. And then apparently, what is it, a couple hours ago, they started firing rockets and missiles into Israel. And I mean, everybody, every, I mean, every international monitor has come out and said, no, 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 no. Hamas started this. Hamas broke the truce. Don't try to blame Israel on this. This was Hamas. And the same idiots are going to be at the, you know, like yesterday at that tree lighting in, in downtown Boston. All these pro Palestinians, protesters, we want to cease fire. Hamas doesn't want to cease fire. <laughs> they had one, they broke it. And so if I'm Israel, I'm like, look, we got to do what we got to do. And that's it. And I think you're right. I think BB understands he's a man of history. This is now his moment. And like Churchill, he may defy everybody around him, but he will be remembered if he can see this war to its successful end. Uh, forget Biden, forget Blinken, forget Kirby. These people are going to be forgotten because they're corrupt to the bone. They're owned lock, stock, and barrel. And, you know, as many texters are pointing out, as you and I are talking, in fact, uh, Blinken is just following orders. He just, he's a, he's a hatchet guy. He just takes orders. Biden, as you rightly pointed out, he just takes orders. This is all coming from Obama. Obama hates Israel. Obama loathes the Jews. He's an anti-Semite. He's also an anti-American. Uh, he can't stand the West. And Israel and America are the two beacons of the West. And that's why ultimately he sides with Iran and he sides with the Muslim world. And so he's cheerleading for Hamas. What they want is a Hamas victory and an Israeli defeat. And make no word, make no mistake about it. If Israel doesn't win the war, if Hamas survives intact, as Blinken and Biden are now insisting, and they're pushed into exile or whatever, it will be seen as a massive victory for Hamas, for Israel, and for radical Islam. As always, Barbara, dynamite call, 617-266-6868. And I think BB, to his credit, knew that. He dealt with Obama for many years when Obama was president. He knows Biden. He knows how compromised Biden is. He knows how Obama's calling the shots. He must have known after October 7th, eh, don't rely too much on Biden. Nah. He says he's with us. Don't worry. When his base turns on him, he'll turn on us. And that's exactly now what's happened. Jerry on the Cape. Thanks for holding, Jerry, and welcome. Jeff, good morning. Merry Christmas to you, your family, and all of Kuna country. Merry Jeff? Christmas. Jerry, I'm sorry. This is my fault. Uh, we have a hard break coming right now. I hate to do this to you. Jerry, please hang on. My apologies again. Uh, we're going to go right back to Jerry. Short break. Don't touch that dial. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. Judy. <laughs> 
Chumba. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.